Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I don't know what time they start school in some Columbus buildings, but there were a couple kids who were hurt on a school bus this morning. They got hit from behind by a garbage truck just before 6 a.m. Olentangy River Road and West Henderson Road. So on the northwest side, garbage truck cited for failing to maintain an assured clear distance runs into the back of a school bus. Uh, Two children were taken to the hospital as a precaution uh, along with two other people. 6 a.m.? Like, how long do they ride the bus? Does any school start before 7 a.m.? I can't even imagine there are schools that start at 7 a.m. 7.30, maybe? They're on the bus for an hour and a half in that part of town? I need this explained to me. If if somebody knows the explanation, what are kids doing on a bus before 6 a.m.? That's nuts to me. Also nuts to me. I keep telling you, we got to stop giving our money to companies that hate us. Did you see this week? Skippy peanut butter, not Jiffy. Skippy peanut butter. Recalled. Steel shavings in it. Suave antiperspirant. Recalled. Benzene in it. I told you about BlackRock yesterday. BlackRock owns like J&J, Procter & Gamble, Unilever, Heinz, on and on and on and on and on. Manage their assets. Trillions in assets. They manage more money than the U.S. gross domestic product. And we're giving them, and Bezos, Amazon, Amazon. Mackenzie Scott gives $227 million to Planned Parenthood to kill babies. Because why? Because it's easy to order from Amazon. Crazy. So I've been telling you I'm looking into something. A friend of mine texted me today. Shane, shout out to Shane. Shane said he and his wife were going to take their daughter to Disney. She's getting to the end of her high school years, or they want to celebrate something she'd accomplished, going to take her to Disney. And then Disney did its woke routine on the Florida Parents' Rights and Education Bill. And now Shane says, no, no, we're looking for an alternative. Dollywood, Shane, Dollywood. I'll text that to you, Shane. If you're not listening to the show, I'll text that to you a little bit later. But we got to stop doing this because you say, ah, you know, what do I spend on stuff? Like, ah, I spend uh, maybe two grand a year, $2,500, $3,000. Well, what if 100 people stopped? That'd be that'd be $30,000. What if 1,000 people? That'd be $300,000. What if you could get it up to the millions by denying? So I'm on to something, I think, with an American company that sells American goods and um you can email me about it if you want to. I'll uh, let you know a little bit more about it. But here's Jeff Bezos. What a! It's not only that Jeff Bezos is a bad guy. It's not only that Jeff Bezos is 
making so much money off us that his ex-wife, who he cheated on, can give $227 million to kill babies with Planned Parenthood. But Jeff Bezos is blind to Jeff Bezos and highly critical of another rich guy, Elon Musk, doing something that is much more noble than Bezos has done. What do I mean? Bezos, you know, owns the Washington Post. He owns the Washington Post. Arguably the most influential newspaper in the country, the Washington Post. The Post broke the Watergate story. Jeff Bezos bought it and took it private. Took it private. The Washington Post was accountable to shareholders. Jeff Bezos bought it, took it private. He's got the money, he can do that. Okay. Now Elon Musk has bought a 9.2% share of Twitter. A public company, still a public company. They name Musk to the board. And guess who thinks this is evil and nefarious? Jeff Bezos. He says that Musk being named to the board at Twitter could spell trouble for free speech. Yeah, it could allow it. Oh, wow. Elon Musk, who's never at a loss for words and always seems to be able to know where, where and how to put wokesters in their place, said that Bezos' criticism and Washington Post reporting is, quote, always good for a laugh. Yeah, it is good for a laugh. So the Washington Post is the preeminent newspaper in the country next to the New York Times. Bezos swoops in, buys it, takes away its accountability to shareholders, takes it private, slaps the label on it where democracy dies in darkness, and it's dangerous for Musk to be part of a public company where he doesn't have the privilege of making the call on every single thing? Because if he did, don't you think Donald Trump would be back on Twitter? Now, he might eventually get back on Twitter, which I kind of hope Trump does get back on Twitter, not just because he's funny on Twitter, but because Trump on Twitter, I think, will take himself out of the race because the man has no restraint. But Bezos took the post private because he says he did not want to have to report quarterly earnings to shareholders or be subjected to investors' demands for ever-rising profits. So in other words, he wanted no accountability. He wanted no accountability. And yet Musk, who's on the board of Twitter with other board members, is engaging in a process where there is accountability. Musk is the danger to free speech, according to Jeff Bezos. According to Jeff Bezos. And not just Jeff Bezos. Uh, Bloomberg. Bloomberg Business. Timothy O'Brien wrote a column that said, <laughs> said Elon Musk just bought a $3 billion stake in Twitter because when you're the world's richest human, you can toss billions around like poker chips. Hmm. When you're really rich, you can toss billions around like poker chips, said Timothy O'Brien, who works for Bloomberg. Would that be the Bloomberg? Yes. That's owned by Michael Bloomberg, who ran for president and spent how many million and got like no votes? Does Bloomberg toss money around like poker chips? I would think that's a yes. Timothy O'Brien doesn't see it in Bloomberg, just like Bezos doesn't see it in himself. 
but they both certainly see it in Elon Musk. Why? Because Elon Musk does not share their anti-free speech ideology. That's why. That's why he's dangerous, because he'll allow free speech. Uh, Timothy O'Brien also took issue with the fact that Elon Musk does not support transgenderism and that his tweets have the power to move stock markets. Twitter went up 23% after Musk bought shares of Twitter. Was it the tweets that Musk bought Twitter? Was it Musk tweeting about it or was it the fact that Musk bought it? Is Musk the only guy? Does Timothy O'Brien, has he ever written a story about how LeBron made millions off Beats headphones by taking an equity stake and then advertising him? Has he ever written about how LeBron made millions off Blaze Pizza by taking an equity stake and tweeting about it? I guess I should go to Timothy O'Brien's archive at Bloomberg, but something tells me I would be wasting my time if I did that. So it's not what Musk is doing that makes these guys mad. It's that Musk can do it to counter what their ilk are doing. That's what makes him mad. So you got to fight back against this kind of garbage. You got to call it out. You got to see it. You got to understand it. You got to know what you believe and why you believe it. Moms for Liberty knows what they believe and why they believe it. They are calling for a boycott of Disney. The hashtag is boycott Disney. If you're a social media person and you use hashtags, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, that's a pretty good hashtag that you could throw out there. Boycott Disney. I'm all about it. So kudos to my friend Shane and all others who have dropped out of Disney vacation plans. Lisa, who emailed me about dropping Disney Plus. We've dropped Disney Plus. That's how you fight back. You vote with your wallet. You vote with your wallet. You can always email me. Bruce at 989theanswer.com. The Columbus Dispatch enjoys lying so much, they are lying more as it concerns House Bill 616, which would make illegal the indoctrination of gender identity and sexual orientation in first, second, third grade and kindergarten. Three headlines today on their homepage calling it the Don't Say Gay Bill. It's not a Don't Say Gay Bill, nor was the Florida law a Don't Say Gay Bill. Daryl Rowland, who is the political poobah when it comes to writing columns at the Columbus Dispatch, just released a tweet. Where Ohio Governor Mike DeWine and his challengers stand on legislation that opponents dub Don't Say Gay. Hey, Daryl, stop being such a coward. Okay, you can say you want to call it the don't say gay bill because you don't like the bill. At least own that. Why do the opponents of the law get to name it? Why don't the proponents of the law get to name it? Or if you and Jesse Balmert and Anna Staver and the other hacks on your staff are going to compare it to the Florida parental rights in education law. How about you name it? Since you're comparing the two laws, what the law in Florida is named. Well, the reason, of course, that you don't do that is because you want people to view it as a don't say gay bill, because that sounds hateful and it sounds nasty. It doesn't sound smart 
to keep kids in grades one, two, three in kindergarten from being groomed into twisted gender ideology. That doesn't sound good to say, oh, this will protect. How about the protect parents' rights bill? Let's call it that. How about the common sense keep kids from being indoctrinated bill? That would make more sense. But no, Daryl Rowland, Jesse Balmert, Anna Staver, and everybody down there in the Columbus Dispatch building who has anything to do with anything that appears on the news pages of that newspaper is a partisan hack that does not prioritize accuracy, does not prioritize truth. I got three seats open in my studio. Y'all three can come in and we'll have a nice discussion about it. I'm more than happy to let you have airtime here, but you're all cowards and none of you will do it. Why? Because you know you're on the wrong side of it, and you know I would absolutely put you under the table on logic and truth as it relates to this issue. Come on in. 8101 North High. Any day. 11 to 1. Bring it. I'm more than happy to have the discussion with you. But you continue to lie to the people of the city of Columbus on this and other issues. You disgrace the profession you enter. You disgrace it, and you make people like me who did it with distinction for a long, long time, ashamed we wasted professional years of our life on what has become a cesspit of leftism. Now, it got wild yesterday in uh, Washington when Florida Congressman Matt Gates and uh, Secretary of uh, Defense Lloyd Austin faced off, uh, Gates not having Lloyd Austin and his woke nonsense. Secretary Austin, why should American taxpayers fund lectures at the National Defense University that promote socialism as a strategy to combat China? He has nothing to say to this. He doesn't know. uh, It's the National Defense University is an academic uh, uh, (laughs) institution, and I don't know of any any such lecture. Well, that's uh, surprising because it was widely reported. The National Defense University had... Thomas Piketty come, and this was the title of his lecture, Responding to China, the Case for Global Justice and Democratic Socialism. So now that you know that they did this, would you agree that embracing socialism is not an effective strategy to combat China? Well, I, I certainly don't uh, agree with embracing socialism. I so, think so that uh, means I'm sorry. We're not going to do this. We're not going to Got to step in. Got to save Secretary Austin because he's in lots of trouble yeah, here, and he knows it. Have to be fair to the witnesses. No, but I got the answer I wanted. I have a follow up. My, my follow up question is, is: if if we don't embrace it, then I guess why did the National Defense University put out a statement? Again, this is funded by U.S. taxpayers saying in this talk, Mr. Piketty will argue that the right answer lies in ending Western arrogance and promoting a new emancipatory and egalitarian horizon on a global scale, a new form of democratic and participatory ecological and post-colonial socialism. So why would we invite people we don't agree with to evangelize views and values that we don't share at the National Defense University when we should be learning strategy about how to combat our enemies and make assessments that are accurate. And we do uh, uh, learn a lot about strategy and about uh, about the military and about uh, joint force development. Uh, and so that is our focus in these, uh, uh, in these uh, institutions. 
I don't know what the what the context of this particular he just told you. Uh, or content of this particular well, well, Mr. speech Se- was, Mr. Secretary, so I've shared with you the context. The context wasn't better understand socialism so we can defeat it. The context wasn't learn about it so that we can offer countermeasures. The concept was that it's time for socialism. And the reason I know that's the context is because the lecture was pulled from a book written by Thomas Piketty entitled Time for Socialism. And I, and I just can't help but, like, notice... And so your you guys question been, was whether no, or not we... I control the time. Your, your question you guys have been blowing a lot of calls socialism. lately on the matters of no. strategy, Mr. Secretary. You guys told us that Russia couldn't lose. You told us that the Taliban couldn't immediately win. And so I guess I'm wondering, what in the $773 billion that you're requesting today is going to help you make assessments that are accurate in the face of so many blown calls? Great question. Great question. You, you've, you've seen what's in our budget. You've seen how the budget <laughs> mas- matches the strategy. And so I'll let that speak for itself. Well, I mean, ah. I've also seen- He'll let that speak for itself because he doesn't have an answer. He doesn't have an answer. Yeah. We have an inept military, and it does not give me any pleasure to sit here and say that. When you combine the fact that we're worried about flight suits for pregnant pilots, and we're worried about learning white rage and where it comes from. And when we're worried about courses on proper pronouns. And then two major world powers, who we should be able to defeat easily, given that our military is, in terms of its hardware and weaponry, except for hypersonic missiles, we are superior to both Russia and China, but we're led by idiots. We are led by distracted, progressive idiots because they don't understand the danger of weakness. They don't understand the danger of wokeness. And it would be easy to just sit here and mock them, except that our very survival as a nation might hinge upon them waking up and actually making good decisions and actually doing what they're charged with doing with the positions that they have, which is leading smartly.